Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Ready For podcast. On our last episode of Ready For, we discussed online classes with Dr. David Schreiber. This episode is going to be part two of that discussion, where Shelby and Taylor interview two students discussing what their experience with online classes is and what advice they would give to parents and students who are also figuring out what it looks like to be a successful student in this era of online classes. Again, thank you for joining us today on the Ready For podcast. Let's go ahead and dive into this discussion. Taylor and I are working on a podcast. We thought that it could be really cool to talk about this shift to like the hybrid model or the high flex is what we're calling it. We interviewed Dr. David Schreiber. He's doing an awesome job kind of navigating what it looks like to sometimes have students in your class or sometimes have them on Zoom or even back at the end of the spring semester when everything went um, to Zoom and went online. Um, and so he had really great things to say about like how he's adapting his teaching style. But Taylor and I also thought that it could be really helpful to talk to students who are also experiencing that. My name is Savannah. I'm a junior music business major from Dunlap, Tennessee. Savannah, can you tell us how do you think that things like community building were able to translate into the online format back in the spring? And then uh, I know that you're also an RA this year. So like, what are ways that you're like looking forward to building that community, even if it has to be virtual this year? Yeah, in, in the spring, it was really nice because we already had those in-person bonds. And so we already, you know, girls on the floor knew each other, girls in the building knew each other. So like doing a movie night felt natural because we had had them in person. So I did a movie night closer to finals on Netflix party, did the whole thing. And so it, it was hard to kind of feel like we were finishing out the year like that. It didn't really feel like an end. And so that part of it was a little bit hard, but I think this year starting out on the opposite foot than we did last year and starting virtual and hopefully getting to that, um, that in-person in the spring, maybe. Um, I think it'll be great because we can have these, zoom floor meetings and zoom movie nights and all of the things on zoom and even it's just finding more ways to be creative about community building which i truly think will be great for now and in the future like we are finding new ways to build community like going off campus and sitting in a park together is something i never would have done in years past because you just wouldn't have thought of it but it truly could have been something so i think it's allowing us to be creative, even if it's going to be an obstacle, it's allowing us to get more creative about building our community. And I think it's going to be very, very different, but good in that sense. Can you tell me a little bit about what your experience has been like navigating uh, this switch to this Hyflex model of classes? Maybe talking a little bit about like um, what that means for your specific classes or Uh, what your experience in like Zoom class has been. Yeah, Um, thankfully with my major, it is quite easy to do classes online. Like right now I have marketing and management and um, accounting. And so they're not super hands-on or they don't require a lot of hands-on learning like a nursing major or an audio engineering major would. Um, So it's been not the worst transition, um, but definitely different um 
in the spring, I think it was just jarring going from completely in person to completely online in two weeks. Um, and I could see that with a lot of professors too, but I was really glad that professors and students alike have been graceful to each other and just kind of allowing these mistakes as we are all learning how to navigate this together. That has been one thing that I've been really, really thankful for with the high flex model. It has been really odd. I'm not going to lie. Um, I have only been to three in-person classes so far because only two of my classes are doing high flex this semester. So the other two are completely online. Um, and I think the weirdest thing is being in class with a small number of people and then having people in Zoom at the same time over the speakers. And so having someone answer a question over a loudspeaker in your class is definitely not something I expected to have, but it's honestly been working out really well with my professors who are doing it. They have just transitioned so incredibly well to this high flex model and they're honestly doing great with it. And I'm really, really glad. I think we always all second guess, like, am I doing this right? Am I, are people still learning or how are my students engaging with any information that I'm giving them, but especially when I'm not seeing them face to face. Um, so I'm sure they'll appreciate hearing that. Uh, what are things that you would say have stayed consistent with the switch to the HyFlex model? A couple of things I would say that have stayed consistent are just the just regular level of work. Um, I don't feel like I'm doing less, but I also don't feel like I'm doing a ton more than I would in a normal semester, which is really nice because like right now we are just looking for any sort of normal that we can get. And so that really helps. Um, I actually have a professor this semester who I had spring semester. And so I did get to have her in person in her class. Although seeing her on Zoom is weird. Her class feels very similar to what it was last semester, even when it was in person. So that's been really nice to just have kind of a sense of a normal course load and workload. And I think it's really good that we had already kind of transitioned to doing assignments online and tests and things like that could be online, even when we weren't completely online class-wise. So that's been really nice. And another thing just with professors in general, and even maybe more so than before, almost all of them are truly like invested in the lives of their students and want to make sure they're doing well and want to make sure that they're going to succeed in whatever they're trying to do. And they care a ton. And so this semester, I have just seen it even more so, especially with what's going on. Professors are constantly emailing us and saying, like, please tell me if you need anything. Let me know if you have questions. I know that this is hard and this is a transition and it has just been incredible to know that they not only care about how we're doing in class, but how we're doing outside of it, because those two things intermingle so much. And so that has been consistent, but even more heavy this semester. Last year or last spring, we, when we all went online and everyone was home doing their classes, I know that that was a big adjustment for a lot of people. Um, maybe they were living back with their parents or maybe they were living with another family member or a friend. Um, or maybe living on their own. But when I know that you were living with your parents again, um, and so that was an adjustment for you. What is something 
maybe a piece of advice that you could give to parents or something that you wish that you had had um, as like a support when you were doing classes online? I think just allowing your college student to, number one, have a space where they can study and you will know that that is what they are doing and they are in, whether they're in class or studying or taking a quiz or something like that, just allowing them to have that time and space to get that done because honestly, like it is so much more than just going to classes, even though we aren't here, I definitely was still working on things all day while I was at home. And so my dad would come home for lunch from work and I would be in class or something like that. So I made a little sign that told him, hey, I'm in Zoom or like my mic is on or something like that. But just knowing that even though your kid is maybe like sitting in their comfortable clothes all day, because I definitely was doing that at home, um, I like sitting like maybe in their bed or on the couch or doing classes that way because there are so many different ways you can do it. Knowing that they are still working and they still might be stressed even though they don't look like it or seem like they are, definitely just giving them that space to do their classes and have that kind of college experience even if it's not on campus. Hearing from someone who's experienced it, like here's here's something that helped me or here's something that would be helpful to students. That's really great, that's awesome. What would you tell uh, students or even if you could tell like your, your past self, like, hey, like don't worry about this, like here's a piece of advice. Just know that there are people who want to be friends with you, who care about you, your RA, your RD, your professors. There are so many people who care about you and want you to succeed even if you come in in a global pandemic and don't know how online classes are going to work or how high flex classes are going to work or if you're going to be able to find your class when it's in person because you've never been to it um, there are people who will help you and just knowing that I think gave me a sense of kind of security and a feeling of like I could feel at home here and I'm really grateful that that has stuck throughout the last two years. Your experience will be really helpful um, for people who are currently also experiencing this with you, but also uh, for people in the future, because we don't know uh, like how long the coronavirus is gonna impact our college experience. And yeah. we can hope that it will be done by the spring, but um, in reality, we don't know what that will look like. And so, yeah, yeah. so your experience is really helpful to us. Now let's go ahead and transition to the next part of our episode where Taylor takes the lead in interviewing one of our students. My name is Sean Presley. I am a junior music business production emphasis major. Okay, Sean. Uh, so I guess I generally just wanted to know about what the shift from in-person classes for the most part to some online learning to completely, you know, going to the high flex model yeah. over these past few months. Yeah. Um, like my perspective on it? Yeah, what's it been like for you? Oh, uh, well, I definitely think as a very, you know, personable person that like going to class and seeing other students and talking to the teacher in person, like that is such a fun experience for me. And um, like even just being in the classroom, I think excites me more than the average person. But on top of that, like learning wise, I definitely also feel like I get more from 
in-person classes because um, I'm, I'm there and I'm in the room and all I need to focus on is like that class. And I find uh, for better or for worse in online classes, you know, you're, you're, you're on your computer um, or something like that, a device. And, you know, you can, there, there is a multitude of other things. You're getting notifications. You're, you're seeing emails come in. Um, your teacher might mention something on the syllabus. And so you go check the syllabus and then you're reading the syllabus for the class, but you're not listening to what the teacher's saying. Like there's, you know, I am kind of, um, maybe a little ADHD in this, but, or ADD, but sometimes it's difficult for, um, me to focus unless I really dial in. And then when you think about how you have to stay dialed in for like a couple hours at a time, it just kind of gets a little, um, mentally tiring, um, after a day of classes, you know, what are some of the ways that you've been trying to battle that sort of zoom fatigue that people talk about? Um, I think I, um, uh, I really take a lot of notes as much as I can. And I always have out pen and paper. So like I'm doing something with my hands when I'm listening to someone talk, you know, it's, it's easy. It's good to put my phone on do not disturb. Um, among other things, I think it's important to have a good space in front of you, like have a clean desk so that you're not um, like a cluttered desk honestly can make you feel less like have a headache just looking at it. So sure. Um, you know, I sit down, I try not to eat when I'm on a Zoom call just because it's, um, I don't know, I like to be, I try to be as focused as I can. And I help myself out by eliminating as many distractions as I can before I sit down on my computer. I hear you. Yeah. Well, so, I mean, you've already given some examples about some of the specific things that you've done to sort of optimize your online learning experience. Are there any things that you have had to change from when you first started out to now based on how much time you've been doing, yeah. know what works for you better. What are some of those things? Um, I actually have like um, really developed a to-do list that I stick to on my phone. Like I used the Apple app. I started doing that over the summer and like the last four weeks of, of I don't know how long it was. We were in class for the last semester online but we were online and it was kind of oddly difficult for me to keep track of everything that I needed to do yeah. just because, you know, like I said, the different, you're, you're, it all kind of blends together. So you, you miss, you know, I have a homework for this class, you know, this class. I remember I was there in the classroom and he said homework and I associate all that with that class. And I remember that I had a homework that class, but online it's kind of, you know, I just don't have that spatial so association. So I'm keeping a, a to-do list and setting reminders to that is, has been like huge. You know, I have a, a spare two hours. I can look at my phone and just see the next thing I have to do because I put it in that way when I heard it. And so that has been very, very helpful for me. And um, like kind of an upgrade from the typical calendar that I usually do is the, is the reminder slash to-do list. Something else I'm curious about is, I mean, you're a personable person. You are charismatic, you like to converse with people and build relationships. And so I'm wondering what that element of camaraderie is like for you and your classmates, since y'all aren't sitting in yeah. the same physical space learning together. Yeah, that's, <laughs> it's very difficult to overcome. Um, like, honestly, I've, I've found it very difficult to, to get over that loop because I'll be in a class with you know, as with college, you often know like two or three people in your class. Maybe, you know, a few more, but like sometimes my friend will, will sign up for the class together on purpose, you know, going in. I know who's 
going to be in that class and I can talk to them, et cetera, et cetera. With online class, even with classes that are like Zoom, Zoom meeting classes, I legitimately have not, like there's no reason for me to talk to anyone else in the class. Um, there is, it's almost like awkward. Like I would never personal chat someone in class that I don't know. Um, just cause that's like, it's kind of weird. Like I think the personal chat from like Instagram or other social medias kind of carries over where it's got a, a certain stigma about it. Whereas in class, that's just a completely different, a completely different story in person class that is. Um, so honestly, I don't have any strategies yet about how to overcome that barrier. I'm, I'm on, I mean, I'd love to find something out. Um, I will say when teachers do put us in groups, that does help because it forces us all to talk. But besides that, I haven't really like been in a class with like 20 online people, even 20 Zoom faces and, and learned the folks as much as I would learn a class if I were in person. Because, you know, someone could have be on mute the whole time, not say a single word. And they're like not in the 16 squares that you get on your screen. So you don't even know they're in the class. You know, it's just a completely new set of, it's a completely new environment, new rules. Yeah. All right. I hear you. So to wrap things up, what piece of advice would you have given yourself back when all this started that you know now, or conversely, what is a piece of advice that you would give to a new student Mm. adjusting to online learning? A new student adjusting to online learning. Um, I would say uh, the few times I have met with a professor, um, which I try to do normally because it's great that it's great to have that like relationship. And if you ever need an extra two points to get you to an A, the professor, if you know them, will always find some way for you to get those two points. I found, um, but always uh, use the professor's Zoom Zoom meetings because actually it's very easy. You don't have to go to an office anymore, you know. Um, and they always have their hours. I've it's much easier to sign up for one-on-one time with a professor and it's the same level of rewarding. So definitely do that. Right on. Sean, thank you so much. It's always no a problem. pleasure. No problem. I appreciate your expertise. As we wrap up this episode, we just want to thank Savannah Land and Sean Presley for taking the time to be guests on our show. If you want to learn more, check out our other Ready For episodes on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify. Have a great day, everyone. We'll see you next time.